Welcome back, everyone. It's Abby and Carrie. I'm so excited. Thank you for tuning in to Being Human is Weird. Today's episode is going to be about how sucky daylight savings time is and about what we can do potentially um, or dream up what we can do potentially with the extra hour that we have been gifted, as Carrie says, against our will. So we have this extra hour. Thank you, Congress. Um, And for a lot of us that maybe have been trying to build a routine in the morning, this is maybe a great gift, like Abby said, um, of that extra hour to attempt that morning routine. Your body is naturally probably, at least for the first week, still going to wake up at that time, which is now an hour earlier and maybe you want to keep it an hour earlier. So what could we possibly do with that time? Um, We have a lot of tips from the pros, from experts on how to utilize productivity in the morning. And Abby and I can also talk about what we're working on and what clients have done in the past to help their morning routine. So to start off with Abby, how is your morning routine looking right now? Oh, (laughs) Um, well, it's all over the place as it has been for the last 10 years. Today, for example, I woke up early and then had intentions of going to the store before we recorded this and going to the gym. And I woke up and had to ask Carrie to extend the time that we were meeting because I had fallen back asleep for two hours. So it's all over the place. I may have one or two solid days a week, but otherwise it is pretty relaxed and pretty all over the place. I'm finding that because I'm not forced to have structure, I just don't have anything solid in place. Yeah. When you have had a good morning routine, what did you notice that was different about your days versus the ones that are maybe a little slower and a little more relaxed? See, that's the thing. I don't know if I'd necessarily consider them slow and relaxed because Mm -hmm. I'm waking up at the last minute or getting out of bed at the last minute and then just panicking and doing everything I can to make sure that I'm where I need to be at or around on time. Uh, But to answer your first part of the question, the day goes a lot more smoothly because normally I have an hour or two worth of things that need to get done already done. So I'm not rushing around trying to do them post 4 PM. I have more energy. I feel less spirally. I feel, I just feel better really. Okay. That Mm. makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's what I guess the experts sort of tell us is that if you can get the first hour of your day, solidified into a routine that really sets you up for the rest of the day, people do notice a difference. Morning routines have always been a struggle point for me too. I have been better about creating evening routines in the past, but coming off of three months of travel and, you know, we had days where we were getting up at 2 a.m. to catch a train, to catch a flight to somewhere. And then we had days where we had absolutely nothing that we had to do. I mean, most of the time we had nothing that we had to do, but um, we would sleep in until eight or nine in the morning and then maybe slowly have coffee and start wandering around whatever heck city we were in that day. So traveling has definitely shaken out all routines from me. And now I'm just 
wondering, well, I don't have a new city to explore every few days, so I'm not sure what to do with myself. Mm. (laughs) So I'm really glad that we're doing this episode and we have a chance to talk it out with each other. And hopefully that also helps our listeners, you know, at least think about what may or may not work or be working for them currently. Do you have any particular goals in mind before we review what the experts kind of say? Yes, and I'm excited to read and listen to the different research that you've done and some of the tips and tricks, but I'm trying to learn to follow pretty closely Mel Robbins because I love her and I feel like she and I are on the same same wavelength as far as mental health and wellness <laughs> are concerned. Yeah. Um I'm I'm good about getting up and making my bed first thing. So I want to keep that. I'd like to get hydrated so warm lemon water something like that do my face yoga routine and then get some physical activity in i would love to have either a walk or a workout done before work starts okay those are great goals the hydration really speaks to me because i am pretty set in my ways of brushing my teeth and immediately going to coffee Um, Mm -hmm. and water is probably good after not drinking water all night long. We are dehydrated and drinking coffee on an empty stomach is just adding acid to an acidic environment, but whole other situation there. Hydration is good. (laughs) Now that you're home and in a different environment for an extended period of time, how are you feeling about that? And what goal do you have for your morning routine, knowing that you have to totally recreate one? I feel good. I feel ready to start routines. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that is something that you start to miss when you don't have a routine for a long time, or at least I do. Um, So I am excited to get back into routines. And I actually journaled this out, um, kind of what I would like my morning to look like. And I'd like to maybe start with that. And then after we talk about the experts, we can talk about realistically how I want to tweak this because currently I have, you know, wake up, brush my teeth, splash cold water, and kind of prepare my face for gua sha or face yoga. Gua sha, face yoga, rinse off because typically I apply a little bit of oil when I do that. And then have a high protein breakfast and coffee. So the big thing is here pushing off coffee until I am eating my high protein breakfast. Mm -hmm. Then I would love to get some movement in, like you said, um, a walk with Aski or going outside to play with her. If the weather is bad, then maybe just some quick yoga in my office. Meditating and journaling right away in the morning is really helpful for me. And then getting into how to plan my day and what I can expect from myself that day. So that's roughly what my morning wants to look like, at least as far as I have journaled without this conversation so far. So why don't we jump into what some of our selected experts suggest for us? And you mentioned Mel Robbins. So what is Mm -hmm. the tenets of Mel Robbins mornings? I listened to a podcast that had these. And for some reason, I've done so much research and so many YouTube videos and all this crap on morning routines, just trying to force myself to become a morning person. And this one really stuck with me because it's doable um, and it doesn't involve any cold plunging or 
you know, waking up at four o'clock in the morning. She's got five parts. And the first one is the one where I struggle. If I could do this, I'm not joking. I know that my morning routine would be fine. But the first thing is get your ass out of bed when the alarm goes off. Mm. So no hitting snooze, alarm goes off, your feet hit the ground. That podcast is so worth listening to because she explains the science behind it. But essentially, if you hit snooze and you fall back asleep, you're not really getting good sleep. It just resets your brain and your body to think that it's sleep time again. So you feel more groggy, you feel awful when you actually do have to get up or you just can't pull yourself out of bed. And that's where I struggle. Yeah. Then the second thing is making your bed. So you get up, you make your bed. So then that way you have something nice to return to at night. But also it starts your day off with like this little, okay, check. Yes, I did that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A sense of accomplishment, like a win right away in the morning. Yep. Little hit of dopamine. Yeah. Get you going. Um, And then the third thing is high-fiving yourself and setting a daily intention. This one I forget about, um, but I do think it's a really cute and important idea. You just kind of become a cheerleader for yourself in the morning. So you give yourself a high five in the mirror and you set a daily intention. And when I think of daily intentions, I think, oh, it's got to be this long drawn out thing. But really, it can just be, I will drink enough water today or I will be somebody who exercises today or I will remain patient and calm today. Just something short and sweet that you can carry with you throughout that day. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. The fourth thing is to move your mind and your body. These are where I really want to focus, whether it's journaling, doing a meditation, listening to a podcast, something that isn't going on my phone. I need to stay away from my phone until this morning routine is complete because I get sucked into Pinterest or Instagram. And then by then it's like, well, I don't even have time to (laughs) to do this other stuff. Yeah. And my body. So I was just telling you, Carrie, that I impulse purchased a gym membership for a tiny, (laughs) awesome, it's perfect, what we need, gym in Port Austin. So I'm hoping to get up and go there. It's a five-minute drive. I like it there. I'm the only one that's going to be there, so I don't really have an excuse. But just to get up and get some sort of movement in, and then, like I said, the mind portion as well. And then the fifth thing is make small progress toward a personal goal. So this would look like for me, maybe spending two seconds promoting the podcast or looking at something from one of my certification programs. I'm in like 13 right now. Um, Or reading five pages in a self-help book or listening to a podcast that is self-helpy. Right. I think those are great and they really... For the other experts that we did some research on, Mel Robbins streamlines hers a lot better. Mm -hmm. A lot of experts have like this 10 or 20 point morning routine. And I like that hers is five. You can keep it in mind every day. You can kind of check it off as you're going. They are pretty simple, but they have a big impact, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just to revisit, because I know that I started rambling, there are five points One, get your ass out of bed when the alarm goes off. Two, make your bed. Three, high five yourself and set a daily intention. Four, move your mind and move your body. Five, make small progress toward a personal goal. And those feel like I was saying a little bit more realistic for me because the first three 
combined is like five minutes. Right. <laughs> so, yep. You know, yeah. So Carrie, take us through, I think you mentioned Jim Quick earlier when you and I were just talking and did some research on him. Tell us a little bit about what he says would be a very successful morning routine. His is a bit longer. So he dedicates a full hour in the morning to this routine. I understand that not everybody has that. And we're not here to say these are the only ways to do this. We're just sharing ideas so that we, along with you, can kind of set or start experimenting with a morning routine that truly works in our lives. But Jim Quick likes to start, he's a brain guy. Um, so he likes to start with recalling his dreams. So as soon as he wakes up, he usually journals or makes some kind of note on what his dreams were the night before. Then, just like Mel Robbins, make the bed. Drink water, take supplements. There's that hydration. Breathe and meditate. It could just be a breathing exercise if you are a breathwork person, a breath of fire or an energizing breath. Um, you can look those up or I can share them on one of the meditation weeks. Meditating, obviously, that could be five minutes, that could be an hour. So it really depends on where you are with that or what feels good to you. Move your body. And then he suggests after that movement, taking a cold shower. So there's that cold plunge you were talking about, Abby, that a lot of people, you know, it is good for waking you up and it's good for giving you energy. But I also understand that come winter, that's not the most... Um, appealing thing to a lot of us on a winter morning. Then nourish your brain. So he is definitely big on like brain exercises or puzzles. If you're a language learner, if you're on Duolingo, that's a good time to maybe take a few language lessons, just doing something that challenges your brain. Then he journals. He creates a to-do list, a to-be list, and a to-feel list. For his to-do list, he likes to pick three personal goals and three professional goals for the day. To feel, he really wants to state, like you were saying, Abby, about intentions, how he wants to enter into that day and who he really wants to represent and what he wants to highlight of his feelings that day. And then to be list, does he really want to focus on being a good partner, a good friend, a good leader, a good teacher, a good coach? What is the intention, again, behind your day. Then he reads. He's a big advocate for if you set aside 20 to 30 minutes a day to read a book, you can finish roughly on average one book per week each year. Then he makes his brain smoothie finally towards the end of this. And then he starts his day with the most difficult, important task. So he doesn't do the quick win after his morning routine, he digs into this is what's the most important. Maybe this is what I'm avoiding the most. And he tackles it right away, which I do love. That's, you know, mm -hmm. that there is a sense of accomplishment, especially if you've gone through a routine, you have that energy. Now is the time to do that task that you know that if you put it off until the afternoon, it might get put off again until tomorrow and the cycle will just continue. Yeah. So quite a bit longer there, but still some great tips for those of you looking um, to add. And then I know, Abby, you were talking about Andrew Huberman, just to throw in one final expert so that we have plethora of options to really mm -hmm. dig into what we want our morning routines to look like. What does Andrew Huberman extraordinaire say 
we should do in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so he is a neuroscientist that I would say I have a crush on. But he has a podcast, so again, I would recommend checking this out or checking it out on YouTube for more information. But his is pretty basic. It's just lengthy. So you wake up early. And early, I don't think meaning 3 a.m., but also not like 9 a.m. Get exposure to natural light. So go outside basically first thing. And it really does help with your circadian rhythm. There are a lot of benefits to this. And you read and see this in a lot of different, quote unquote, ultimate morning routines. Mm -hmm. But getting exposure to natural light. If you're like us in the Midwest, you probably don't have access to natural light until like (laughs) 11 a.m. And then it's done at 2 p.m. But you can get something like a light box. And then after you expose yourself to... (laughs) Not in a perverted way. After you (laughs) get exposure to natural light, hydrate. So there's that hydration piece again. Spend some time meditating and stretching. Then get some exercise in. So exercise meaning a brisk walk at the bare minimum. And then fuel up with a healthy high-protein breakfast. And here's that piece again with the cold exposure. Yeah. So if you're interested in doing cold exposure, a lot of recommendations start at... 15 seconds in the shower Mm -hmm. and then building your way up eventually to two minutes, which sounds like nothing, but you guys, I've done like eight seconds before and it was (laughs) so awful. (laughs) It was so awful. So that is something maybe I'd like to revisit eventually just to experiment with, but for now, no. So anyway, cold exposure, then journal. The journaling piece is always going to be in a top performer's morning routine and then setting and reviewing daily goals. So this one's actually pretty similar after reading or listening to you talk about Jim Quick's, Carrie. It it seems like they're pretty similar. Right. You said it. The hydration piece seems to be there most of the time. And then Mm -hmm. something for your mind and your body and planning out your day. So whether that's setting your goals or whether that's really just jumping in with that most difficult goal, those seem to be like you said, across the board in these ultimate morning routines. So now that we know what the smarties among us are doing, um, (laughs) what do you feel like you want to take from and start experimenting with? What's important to you in the morning? Yeah, I was just going to say, I didn't see anything about cell phone use in any of theirs, unfortunately. No, I didn't either. Yeah, I think I'd like to take pieces from all three. I guess Huberman's and Jim Quick's probably the same pieces from each as each other. But if I can just get my ass out of bed when the alarm goes off, I feel like I would be unstoppable. But I just lay there staying, staring at the ceiling until it's too late. So I would say that's number one. Get okay. out of bed and then make my bed. I like keep, I'd like to keep those two things. And then the normal, use the bathroom, wash my face, brush my teeth yep. kind of stuff. Yep. But then after that, I think I'd like to start getting that exposure to the natural light. And I have two big sliding glass doors. So it really would just be after I'm done using the bathroom, turn on the water for my warm lemon water, and then just go stand on the porch in my coat for a few minutes. And then obviously the hydration and taking some time to plan my day, take a couple of deep breaths, and then immediately exercise. If I could just nail down those the rest of it, I feel like will fall into place and I'll be more productive throughout the day. Yeah. So it sounds like the key pieces are getting up right away when the alarm goes off, Mm -hmm. 
making sure you get that exposure and making sure you get in that movement. Because I know mm -hmm. the others, like you said, kind of will fall as they may, but those three seem to be the most important. Would you agree or did I yes. miss the mark? Okay. Yep. And then the hydration getting, you know, I'll say, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say 12 ounces of water to start before I go to a different type of hot drink, like yeah. my morning hot toddy that I have before work or, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and just heat Jameson up on the stove. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would, I would say those things. And, you know, as we are listing all of these things, it feels and sounds and looks on this sheet so overwhelming because there are a hundred different items. But realistically, each one of them takes 30 seconds. Like I could be ass out of bed to exercise in like 10 minutes. But when I list them out, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I don't have three hours in the morning. <laughs> They're really not time consuming things. You're right. When you get mm -hmm. like really detailed, it can seem like, how am I going to fit this all in in the morning? But like you said, most things take 30 seconds yeah. tops. So yeah, like getting out of bed. <laughs> something to keep in mind. It better take 30 mm -hmm. seconds, right? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Now that we've said it, it has to. You shared with us what yours ideally would have looked like before we ran through the pros lists. Do you have anything that you want to change or what it might look like now? Yeah, that exposure to natural light um, seems to be coming up. So I feel like that's important. And I could probably kill two birds with one stone and take Oski right away on a brisk walk in the morning. Hmm. Especially if I take my water with me, that'll prevent me from immediately jumping into coffee. So three birds and one stone. Look at me. Ooh. I'm a, I'm a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that walk with Oski, that'll be good for her too. Drinking my water and being out in the daylight, even though it'll be freezing, I think is a great right away thing. And then when I get back, I can worry more so about that gua sha and um, meditating and journaling and kind of the slower pace things. And mm -hmm. that's when I can have that warm cup of coffee as my reward for being out in the cold morning air and get some of those slower pace things accomplished. So I'm going to reorder that quite a bit to really force myself outside in the morning, even though I am not used to this winter weather. Uh, <laughs> I will get used to it or die trying. Yeah. 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 Like 50 Cent said. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. You really did switch everything up. You've got the feather filled massacre occurring first thing. So we're going out and just showing the day who's boss but then taking it was almost like taking the latter half of the morning and putting it first so that you're outside you're getting that exercise that movement in with oski first thing drinking your water but then coming in and doing what you normally do initially the gua sha yeah. and the warm coffee okay Ooh, how does it feel thinking about totally switching things up honestly i'm dreading a little bit this will be a challenge for me and i may very well abandon it and restructure it in a week, but I will give it a shot. Give it a try. Yeah. Yes. How can sure. you, how can you make sure that you're setting yourself up for success to make that getting up and going outside first thing happen? Thank you for asking that because I wouldn't have, and I would have failed the first few mornings. Um, <laughs> All the birds survived today. <laughs> um, 
I think having everything, a pair of warm pants, leggings, sweats, sweatshirt, and tennis shoes ready to go so that roll out of bed, do my brush my teeth thing, and immediately get changed and head out the door. Having that all already ready on a chair in my bedroom will make it a lot more challenging to ignore. So I think that's important. And I also have those travel cups so I can put my water in there and it'll make me feel like maybe I'm having coffee and I'll be surprised every time I take a sip and it's water instead. Oh, God. How sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, I I like, now you have me thinking I want to restructure. I'm not going to just yet, but I kind of do like the idea of just picking what the most important pieces are and doing them first. So getting up, quick brush your teeth and get outside for mm-hmm. that movement instead of starting off really slow and then trying to motivate yourself to ramp up. Yep, exactly. Because I can really take my time with that ramp up. We'll see how it goes. I'm not making any promises. <laughs> no, but that's what it's about. Just kind of experimenting. And I wanted to, I totally forgot. I don't even know if I've told you this yet, Gary. I have a health coach through work you yeah. can join the program as an employee and what 10 out of 10 would recommend. I love her. She's awesome. And she got me thinking about how to just get some sort of routine in place instead of waking up in panic mode and rushing around. Mm-hmm. And she suggested that I make a list to have a low energy morning list of things I can choose from medium and high. Ooh. So if I wake up and I just am dreading working out or going for a walk, then I can choose from the low energy list, which are things that still make you feel like you're accomplishing something, a substitute versus a, I don't want to say failure, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So it could be like laundry or having a tea and journaling or reading. And then medium would be stretching, going outside with my dog, doing some yoga, and then high energy would be gym, going for a jog, that kind of thing. I love that. And that I way know, you really yeah. have no no excuse. You know, you already have mm-hmm. it planned no matter what. You're adapting your morning to how you feel every day, but you also already have that list like, okay, this is how I'm really feeling today, but I still know what I can hit the ground running with. That's lovely. Yes. I like that too. And it can, that kind of thing can be for anybody. So for people who feel overwhelmed by the number of things they could be doing, like, but I want to do this, but I want to do this. Or for people like me, where I need that sense of accomplishment, because if I feel like I wasted the morning, I just beat myself up about it all day. And I'll catch myself saying things to myself like, well, if I would have just done this before I worked out, where this is like, okay, I didn't, but I did this instead. So I have a have done list. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really good idea. It is. Thank you, coach Danica. (laughs) Thank you, coach Danica. I love that idea. That's much more customizable to Mm -hmm. how you're actually feeling. Mm -hmm. And I do think there's something to be said to our listeners as well, that having a set morning routine is great, but it's not the end all be all meaning If you have the first few habits down, maybe you only add one thing at a time, or maybe every day of the week looks a little different. Maybe Monday you focus on reading and Tuesday you focus on making sure you get a meditation in and Wednesday, you know, on and on. So it really Mm -hmm. don't 
let these lists limit you. Experiment and see what really does nourish you and what you just hate. And if you're dreading getting out of bed in the morning, then that's not working for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So let it go without guilt. But let us know on Instagram what you're playing around with, what has been working for you, and give us some tips because we're both in need as well. Help. Please. <laughs> yes, please help. Please help. Yeah, I I like too that there's not really any pressure around it because everybody's morning routine is going to look so different. Mm -hmm. And you just reminded me of that. I've been trying so hard for a long time to copy these high performer morning routines like they just woke up one day and had this in place. These people right. are like 45, 50, 60 years old and make their living off of having a morning routine. <laughs> right. So I like the idea of it being flexible or every day is not going to look the same, especially for parents might not get sleep one night. So you have to sleep in. It shouldn't feel rigid. You called something out that I think is important. If you're dreading getting out of the bed in the morning, then you need to change something. Maybe you do look forward to that cup of coffee first thing, or you look forward to going outside first thing, or you look forward to, my mom does crossword puzzles in the morning. Something something that gets your brain going, but something that you enjoy. So you don't Absolutely. start your day off in a shitty mood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we didn't even mention this, but something that can be helpful too is practicing gratitude right away in the morning or saying something that you're excited about later that day. Oh, so your one. alarm goes yeah. off, your feet hit the floor and you take your breath and say, I'm really excited for this, or I'm so mm -hmm. grateful that today blank, because that can also just set the mood right that you're not like, oh, here I go again, another day. So definitely worth thinking about that as a quick additional 10 second morning routine. So just as we kind of leave you after you all listening to what we are hoping and praying for for ourselves, your morning routine is not going to look like ours. It's not going to look like Andrew Huberman's. If it's something that you're interested in trying, daylight savings time might be a good time to try it because we have that extra hour. If you are with us and believing being human is weird, then like, subscribe, share, all of those things that the kids are doing, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at beinghumanisweird. That's where we're going to be sharing resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast. And we would love to hear from you, so slide right into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. And thank you so much for listening, weirdos. 